You're in first place. Act like it. Act like it and play like it. Mark Whipple, up next, Huskers. You are Locked On Huskers, your daily podcast on the Nebraska Cornhuskers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm DP. Here's uh, 93.7 Ticket in Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, and welcome to Locked On Huskers, your daily podcast uh, on the Huskers uh, on the Locked On Sports Network. It's your first stop, first watch each and every single day. Thank you for making Locked On Huskers a part of your day. Uh, give the podcast a like, give it a share, and subscribe if you don't mind. Get the notifications so that you never miss on the latest news when you're a Huskers. Hit us up with, uh, you know, what, what's up in the comments section and let us know your thoughts. Um, here's a question of the day, and we'll cover this several times throughout the course of the podcast, but Nebraska's a three-point favorite based on the folks from Bet Online. Do you think the Huskers cover? Do you think the covers, uh, the Huskers cover? Uh, brought to you by the folks at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Uh, this episode will bounce around. Mickey uh, Joseph talked this morning. Mark Whipple, Bill Bush talked yesterday. Uh, no players were available today. They have work to do and preparing for uh, the trip to Piscataway, New Jersey. Uh, Mark Whipple set the tone with the quote, you're in first place, act like it and play like it. That is a belief system. That is a change of philosophy for Mark Whipple and this Huskers team to have this thing said out loud. He said, and I quote, I won't BS them. I like these guys. We're good enough. I'm not a genius, but we can win these games. That's the expectation. Not just to go to a bowl game, but win the West. I'm realistic. If we don't get there, I won't be here anyway. <laughs> That's quite the statement, quite a mouthful, and quite the GPS uh, for this Huskers team, specifically the Huskers offense, right? So there's lots to talk about in this space and the reaction to Saturday night's win over Indiana and then looking forward to Piscataway and Rutgers, uh, the Scarlet Knights, uh, coming into three and two and expecting a brawl. This is a physical game. Um, it's the first actual road game for the Huskers in six weeks. Uh, Dublin, Ireland, Northwestern was actually a neutral site. So for the sake of this thing, it's the first road trip uh, officially in what they're doing. Um, as they go to Piscataway, Fox Sports 1 and the national coverage on a Friday night, uh, 6 o'clock kickoff here in Lincoln, 7 o'clock there in Piscataway. Nebraska stands at 2-3 and three, um, following their 35-21 win over Indiana. Uh, for, the, for, the, for the Scarlet Knights, Greg Schiano's team opened the year with consecutive non-conference victories against Boston College, Wagner, and Temple. Then in Big Ten action, they dropped a 27-10 decision to Iowa uh, in September. And then, of course, last week they lost 49-10 to an Ohio State Buckeye team that's ranked number three in the country. This is a physical, strong Rutgers defense. This is what happens as uh, as they walk into this thing. 282 yards a game. That under 300 mark is important, and that's even after Ohio State. So this defense is is, is strong. It's athletic. It's physical. Uh, as Mickey Joseph said today, they're going to try to get Nebraska to play 11 on seven football. 
Physical defense. When you talk about an offense that's physical, the offensive line is athletic. Defensive line is athletic. The linebackers in play. They want this to be a brawl. It's the total opposite of what Indiana wanted. Indiana wanted pace, quickness, tempo, lots of snaps. Rutgers wants an 11-on-7 grind. And here's what they also want to do, and here's what's in play. They're really good against the run. That's, that's the strength of this team. I think there are opportunities for the Huskers uh, in the passing game. Um, matchups are, 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 are going to be interesting. Um, health, the health of this offense, especially in the skill position, there are some questions in play. Uh, Casey Thompson uh, was beat up and he's banged up and he was sore, according to reports uh, and direct from Mickey Joseph that, yeah, Mickey, Casey Thompson's sore today. Um, he had to go to rehab. Same for Anthony Grant, 32 carries uh, coming in. The young man didn't even understand. Look, you need to rehab right away in order to get yourself back in play uh, for the Huskers. So the young man is adapting. Trey Palmer had a sore shoulder. As a matter of fact, at the postgame presser, uh, he had that arm uh, kind of uh, curled up to his to, to his chest. So, but the word today is that everybody appears to be okay. It was a late night, a lot of work. I love the fact that Mickey Joseph said that this coaching staff works hard. That's a thing that should be assumed, but it's the first time in a long time that it's been said that the coaches are working hard, that they were there until 10, 30, 11 o'clock last night, putting in the game plan, going through the installs, going through uh, the depth chart and what they wanted to, wanted to do. But, Trey Palmer will be a focus. Rutgers has cornerback 1A. They've got a guy that's supposed to be a shutdown guy. This is the matchup, and they'll be moved around. But what happens now is where do you get the rest of your, your strokes from? And I think it starts in the, in the name of Travis Vokalek. Big tight end who will be in space. It's a constant vibe. Vokalek was limited to one catch for 11 yards Saturday night against Indiana. That cannot be the numbers that we see Saturday morning. It's not ideal at all. Vokalek is, 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 a, is a saver. He's the security blanket for Casey Thompson, a big tight end, a physical tight end, who will sit in windows, open windows, for Casey Thompson to make the easiest throws that he could make. Open clean windows, get him behind the linebackers and in front of the safeties. Uh, it'll take the safeties out of, out of, out of uh, run fits. If Vokalek is active in that space and you can imagine a, a box 12 yards long and 12 yards wide, if Vokalek can work in that space, those are the clean, easy windows. Those are quick throws. Those are quick routes. Those are not routes that take time to develop. And that's where Casey Thompson had issue. When he needed time, extra time for routes to develop, sacks happen. Panic happens. Now, they've got some other plans for those safeties. Because if the if Vokalek occupies the safeties, they can't double the outside guys. They can't cap them. And I, quite frankly, don't think that the, Rus uh, the, the Rutgers defensive secondary is good enough to go 1v1 against this Nebraska skill group. 
there's too many options, too many things in play. But Vocalex's a key. Uh, Chancellor Brewington's a key. Uh, I I would imagine that along with them putting uh, those those plays in which you see on the internet and Chancellor Brewington's knocking somebody's head off. A way to to offset that is simply flood Chancellor. He runs by that defender into the flat, and there's nobody there. Why? Because the corner on that side is going north with whoever the Huskers have in that space. There are ways to attack this Rutgers defense. Uh, Ohio State set the game plan for you. Now, they had five rushing touchdowns. I, I, I don't think that realistically we can expect that, but if it's a two rush and it's and it's Grant or Yant or Irvin, I think that Casey Thompson gets his because that's the way Rutgers defends. But on a week where Casey's a little beat up, I'd like I, I like the idea and the concept that we don't put Casey in those situations. The game situation may call for it. My hope is that they are productive and effective enough with the big runners that they have in play, and that should get them through. Uh, what should be a, I mean, this is a, this is a tough Nebraska offense versus Rutgers defense. This is anything goes. We'll see what happens. I like the talent on the Nebraska side of the ball going against what the Rutgers try to do on defense. But that's just me. We'll you know we'll go through that. Um, the podcast alike. As you sit here now, do us the favor, all right? If you would give us a like, uh, subscribe, click the little bell so you get the notifications and you don't miss anything when we provide this new information for you. It's this is the space. And again, the question of the day, you can put your comments in the in the, in the comment space. But Nebraska is a three point favorite. Do you think the Huskers cover the spread? Three points. Uh, Bet online, the most props and odds and lines. Um, also has Nebraska. This game is a over under of 49 and a half. That's a slugfest. That's a slugfest. Now, in my heart of hearts, uh, you know, 28, I'd be okay with 28 21. 31 21 would be better, but that's just me. But you can find all of this uh, at betonline.ag. Keywords Nebraska and Rutgers. It'll bring to you uh, the favorites, some of the side bets. There's some pretty cool bets, uh, things that they put in space. And I'm, 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 I'm kind of digging it. First score. So who scores first in the game? Uh, does a team score 40-plus points? I'm pretty sure folks have an opinion on that. Uh, can a team score three times in a row? What player uh, would, 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 go, would, would score first? They've got a ton now. Look, they've got a lot of things in, in, in play here. So jump on bet betonline.ag if, you, if that's your thing, and we'll have at it. On the other side of the ball, for Bill Bush, this has been a transition into ownership of this space in the program. This team will go as far as the de defense takes it. It's pretty simple, right? The advantage and the gain that they showed Saturday night against Indiana, this thing is pretty impressive when you look at the numbers. And look, to hold Indiana to 71 yards in the second half, to uh, get them off the field, they had eight three and outs over the course of uh, the ball game. Uh, 
there's some things to work on. But what we notice is that Nick Heinrich and Luke Reimers are a, played a little faster, played a little more aggressive. They also took more, more plays off than I can ever recall them doing. The rotation was good. Chris Kolarvik uh, getting work. It was good to see uh, Isaac Gifford probably had his best game as he led the Huskers in total tackles. Also uh, tied with Garrett Nelson for tackles for loss in the game with two. The importance of that group in a physical set game. Boundary setters add Caleb Tanner to the back four, uh, to the middle four. Rutgers offensively uses their quarterback as a runner. That means it's 11, full accountability. You can't just bypass and think that the quarterback's not going to be a part of in, in play. doesn't matter who starts a quarterback for Rutgers. They're going to put their foot in the ground and try to put uh, Nebraska in some tough situations. Edge setters are important. Listen, it's much easier for Nebraska to be successful and win this game if they can confine this to between the hashes. They don't want to defend 50 and 55. You want to defend 20. And that requires that the boundary setters, the edge setters, Caleb Tanner, Isaac Gifford, Clarvick, whoever's in the game, have to not only be aware, but they have to be physical and active in not allowing anybody to the edge. I'll repeat that because the simplicity behind this thing, those four in the linebacker space, no matter how they flex and what the strong side is, they have to be accountable for an extra defender, which means it's an offensive player, but that means you now need to restrict who can get outside to the numbers. The defensive key is this, hash, numbers, sideline. Keep everything inside the hash. Receivers, press to the numbers and inside. So more controlled, more people in that space. And then sideline, that has to be a finisher move where that is a desperate throw, either in the last third of the field or the first third. That intermediate space is not where you want to live because that means that you are on a, that that cornerback is on an island by themselves and the safety is going to have to come and clean it up. Bill Bush and this group, they like the, the play of the group who were in the middle of the field. They got better play at the corners. They were more physical. They certainly tackled better, which is still in week six, it's still the focus and priority for this Husker team. Being able to put this physical Rutgers running game, get it on the turf, it has to be done. And make these quarterbacks, who are not the most effective throwers, look, Vedro's got a big arm. We don't know if he's going to play or how much. Simon, we we know what we see, but you can, you can frustrate him by dirtying up the window that he throws through. He doesn't want to throw out a third. He wants to throw in the middle. But that requires the Nebraska interior linemen to get dirty up those windows. And by that, I just simply mean, look, if you don't get home and you can't get close to pressure, take away the easiest throws that those Rutgers, Rutgers quarterbacks want to throw, which is in clean windows right in front of them. The drops of, of Heinrich and Reimers. Listen, Reimers was exceptional in the past game Saturday night. And that needs to be done. That needs to be expected this week. It has to happen. They have an opportunity to turn what Rutgers believes is a physical brawl into advantage Huskers. 
And that is by simply being in the right fit, lining up the right way, not overthinking it, not being me personally. Um, if the quarterback runs, I would rather lose that way than than with the runners that they have. That's just me. Samuel Brown's their leading rusher. Comes into the game, 40 carries, 210 yards. They spread it around. Um, they've got they've got a, a stable of runners. Nobody's exceptional, but they're all effective and productive. Brown comes in, averages five points, five yards a carry. Uh, Shady Salam comes in, averaging five and a half a carry. More of a power runner, a little less graceful than the other. Evan Simon has led the way throwing the ball. He's throwing at 60% uh, completion rate, uh, 65 of 180, uh, two touchdowns, three interceptions. He gets frustrated with pressure. He gets, and when he tucks it and runs, man, uh, our buddy Jay Foreman, Husker Hall of Famer, likes to say, all heads to bed. When the, when the Rutgers quarterbacks put their foot in the ground and try to get positive yards, they must be put to the turf and hard. That's how you get off the field. That's how you rack this thing up. There is an exceptional playmaker on the Scarlet Knights. His name is Aaron Crookshank. Uh, 20 catches leads the way for them. Uh, eight, six, a, 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 a reception, but he's electric. So electric show, so that he's also their kick returner. And the last time these two teams played, he went 98 yards. They've got to they've got to pay attention. He also will be the guy who who punch and punt return, and that's a big key. And we'll get into the keys of the game um, along the way. A couple of other things: you've got a All America caliber punter, uh, field goal kicker. Um, Makatami is seven for nine, I believe, with a long of uh, 49. That will come into play. If this becomes a special team game, fingers crossed, let's walk it up. But you've got a punter with a net of 42, 42 yards plus and a field goal kicker that's seven of nine. Defensively, uh, for the Huskers, what I'd like to see is some blitz. Some run blitz. That's my hope, is that Heinrich and, and Reimers can fill and some tackles for loss where Rutgers is behind the chain. That's a great way to attack this thing. The best way to attack physical is with physical. Being aggressive, being in the right place, in the right space. And that aggression will, will, will show up in turnovers later on. I can guarantee you, if they if they're in the two plus sack range, and four or five in the tackles for loss, you're putting this Rutgers team behind the chains, which makes them come out of their physical offense and throw the ball around a little bit. That would be a very good night in Piscataway for the for the Huskers. A couple of things, keys of the game, and I think as we went through it yesterday, I kind of left um, some things in play because. Physical play leads to turnovers. Turnovers absolutely require physical play. If the Huskers can be aggressive in how they tackle and aggressive in how uh, they put guys on the, on the turf, some opportunities will happen in a slugfest. Rutgers wants to play this game in a closet. 
They want it in short space and being physical in that space. Nebraska wants to be athletic and spread it out. Defensively, the Huskers have to get some turnovers. I'd say two put you in a, in, a, in a position where you could have some success. Coaching adjustments and coaching matchups. Uh, Mark Whipple um, should have the advantage over Rutgers defense. Um, Joe uh, Harasimiak is is considered uh, a talent when it comes to defensive coordination, but Whipple's the old vet. There's nothing Rutgers can show him that he hasn't seen and that he won't have an answer for. On the other side, Bill Bush versus Sean Gleason. Sean Gleason, listen, he's a quarterback who um, likes to play close to the vest. Um, he wants his quarterbacks to be contributors, but he does not want to take risk. And the way to make him take risk is to send extra bodies into the box. That makes him be aggressive. I don't think he wants to do that. And of course, the other matchup, Greg Schiano versus uh, Mickey Joseph. In-game adjustments. Look, the Huskers found a way to adjust uh, Saturday night. Mickey Joseph and his energy versus Schiano and his his he's sturdy and steady. He also came off of uh, a game where he and Ryan Day from Ohio State got into it. Got a little fly there. Player rotation matters. Depth of play in physical games. How many deep play? How many how many rows into your depth chart can you go? But in the end, the Huskers need to keep the yellow flags off the field. Be smart. Be prepared. Be efficient. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Again, I thank you, folks, for hanging out with us on Huskers uh, Locked On Huskers. And again, like, subscribe, share. Uh, add comments to it. And the question of the day, one more time. Nebraska's a three-point favorite. Uh, courtesy of our folks at BetOnline.ag. Do the Huskers cover the three? You let us know. We'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll see you here on Locked on Huskers and the Locked on Sports Network.